0: Hi, my name is Lewis Howes, and welcome to The Daily Motivation Show. Okay, so if you haven't heard the news yet, I've got a new book out called The Greatness Mindset. Unlock the power of your mind and live your best life today. It's coming out soon, and I'm pumped to invite you to be a part of the launch team for this book. This is a rare opportunity to get your questions answered and network with other champions of greatness in this exclusive community of conscious achievers. If you're ready to receive early access to the first few chapters of the book, behind-the-scenes updates from me, plus VIP access to Bonuses and giveaways, then this is for you. For instructions about how to join this Greatness Launch Team, make sure to go to lewishouse.com slash launch team right now. Again, make sure to check it out at lewishouse.com slash launch team right now.
1: I got really sick. I had a parasite and a blood disorder that attacked my central nervous system, and I was super messed up. Man. I thought I was dying, to be honest. Oh. And at one point, I was like, man, I wish I had a point man, like when I was in the SEAL teams, to lead me out Mm -hmm. of some of these bad situations. And it made me think, well, why? What made them so effective? And when we were talking about what makes the SEALs effective, it became really clear to me that a really good point man, a lot of SEALs live their life in this way. And there's four principles. And I think this is how anybody out there can be effective and bring their game to the highest level. Number one, relentless belief in your mission. And there's a lot of people who don't know what their mission is. They've never written it down. They've never defined it. And, and if you write down your mission, it's gotta be built on the foundation of your values. And there's a lot of people that don't know what their values are. They'll tell you cliche things. They'll say, you know, faith, family, finance, fitness. But when you hear those things, you're like, dude, you haven't been in church in two years. Yeah, you haven't been yeah. in the gym. I haven't seen you in the gym this year. You know, we just throw these things out there. Because whether you know what your values are not, they are driving you and they're driving Mm. your decision making. If one of your values maybe is fame or recognition, that's okay, you should be aware of it. Doesn't mean it's a negative thing, but knowing that is important because now you can build your mission in this Mm -hmm. life upon it. Number two is a clearly defined destination and a set course. So in the military, we always knew exactly where we were going and in life, People often don't. In life, people say, well, I want to be rich or I want to be in better shape. Those are not clearly defined things. It's mm-hmm. kind of like saying, I want to go west if I <laughs> needed to go someplace. In the military, we use something called the universal transverse Mercator system. It's a grid system that covers the entire earth and it breaks wow. it down into this a- the exact point. Yeah, exactly. A one meter square, almost the size of this table. Yep. So a very clearly defined destination. And that enables us to not have any deviation, you know, and we're not going west. We know exactly where we're going. And then the second part of it is a clearly defined course. And that course is a bearing on how we get there or how we follow our compass to get there. Most people may have one, but they don't have the other and you can't get to where you're going without having both. Mm -hmm. Because the course becomes the how-to. It becomes our waypoints. Like, when I wanted to be a SEAL as a kid, I knew that was my destination. That was a very clearly defined destination. And the course was all the things that I had to do. So I had to enlist in the Navy. I had to get accepted. I had to get a SEAL contract. I had to physically pass the SEAL screening test. I had to academically pass the ASFAB score with a high enough score to get picked up for SEALs. I had to get a SEAL rating. I had to graduate from my A school. I had to get the SEAL training. I had to make it through SEAL training. I had to make it through Hell Week. Right. All these things were waypoints on the course. Number three of the Point Man Principles is risk assessment and situational awareness. So many people walk through life totally blind. When we talk about will you be ready, they're not ready for the ambushes that are coming and oftentimes they never see them coming even though the signs were there. So one, are we regularly doing risk assessments of where we are in our life? Are we still balanced? Are we still taking care of ourselves, you know, both in the Pentagon at peak performance. Are we making sure that our destination is front sight focus, that we're on course, that we're hitting the waypoints we should. So we're consistently doing a risk assessment. We're also looking for the indicators that an ambush is on the horizon. Yes. And so many people don't. So then they walk into these ambushes and they're like, oh my God, I never saw that coming. <laughs> and the fourth one? Is an overcome mindset to get off the X as quickly as possible. You can't prevent every ambush. I estimate that most people in this life will go through five, at a minimum, five major life ambushes. And I define a major life ambush as anything that will forever leave physical, mental, emotional, or deep financial scars. You will always carry the pain of that ambush. You will always look back and, and you will think, God, that was painful. Like, it right. hurts when we think about it. And I tell people that on the lower end of the scale, it can be the ending of a relationship. It can be the ending of a marriage, job, personal failure, professional failure, lawsuit, bankruptcy, the failure of a business. It can be life-threatening illness or injury, life-threatening illness or injury to someone you love. It can be sexual trauma to you or someone you love. And then at the higher ends, it starts to get into the loss of a loved one or one of the highest I've seen is the loss of a child. So having a mindset of readiness and knowing that unfortunately those things could happen and I teach something called the REACT methodology so REACT is an acronym for when an ambush comes the very first thing we have to do is recognize that we're in a crisis and it goes back to what we were talking about in the beginning when you're on the X there's a natural tendency to procrastinate and deny and look at the past or the future or it's hard to recognize yeah. yeah it's usually the hardest and depending on the level of ambush so number one recognizing you're in a crisis or recognizing the reality is what i say number two is evaluate your assets when we are hit by a life ambush by any kind of crisis or catastrophic event it's natural to feel totally overwhelmed in the moment because your world has just come to a grinding halt for whatever it is it's like you suddenly stepped into a raging storm you're in the darkness you're trying to figure out what's happening in this chaos with the wind howling and lightning and thunder and people beating on you and it's overwhelming And we tend to think, you know, there's no hope, there's nothing I can do, it's all outside of my control. But we have to, in that moment, figure out how we control what we can. And one of the first things we can do is evaluate what assets do I have to bring to bear to this Mm problem. It's like tools in our toolbox. So what can I either buy, borrow, use that I already have? If it's a business crisis, it may be an accountant or an attorney Mm -hmm. or it may be advisors or a board that, you know, or maybe whoever that's helping you to get out of this crisis. It may be outsourcing someone that has specialties that help you deal with whatever problem you're in. If it's a personal crisis, maybe it's a relationship crisis. So it could be a a marriage counselor, a priest or, Mm you know, whatever it is. Having those things, though, makes you suddenly say, "Okay, this is crisis, but I can deal with it. Sure. Number three is assess possible options and outcomes. The, the slowest part is A, recognizing, B, starting to gather, hey, I have tools or I have what's in my inventory to deal with this. And then there tends to be this, this tendency, if you will, to suddenly rush. Like, oh my God, this sucks, I wanna get off the X and I have these tools, so let me, let me use these to get out of here as quickly right. as possible. I tell people, you got to slow down. You got to take a tactical pause and look um, at all the outcomes, all the outcomes, and also maybe there are things that are happening that you haven't seen yet you're behind so, the scenes. Yeah. So getting your team together, whoever is helping you, whoever's yep. part of this inventory, this yes. is where we now assess both the short term and the long term impact of the decisions that we're going to make in the C, Choose and communicate. So you choose the direction you're going to go and you communicate it to the people around you. You're never on the X by yourself. The X has its own gravitational pull, any kind of life ambush. If it's a personal ambush, your family, your kids, your friends get pulled on the X Mm -hmm. with you. If it's a business ambush, your Your team, your team. believe it or not, even your clients can get pulled on the X with you. So it's it's important that we choose and then communicate because frequently as a leader, especially when we're in a crisis, sometimes we want to internalize and we don't want to, even though everybody around us can see, you're in a storm, man, you're on the X. But it's important to communicate for for three different reasons. Number one, when we communicate, we verbalize what we're gonna do. There's that lead yourself level of internal accountability. When we say we're gonna do something, now it's like, yes, this is what I'm doing. Number two, it tells others and they're like, oh my God, yes, we have a plan, this sucks, let's go. And that third component of that is hope. It gives people hope, it's like a positive direction. Yes, we have a plan, this is where we're going. And then the last one is take action execute on that plan. There are so many people who will go through this process and then they're waiting for the perfect moment. And the perfect moment's never going to come. The time to act is now, you know, imperfect action is better Mm. than waiting for this perfect plan. Exactly. And And it creates momentum. It gets you off that X. And you may go from one X to the next, and that happens sometimes, but use that momentum to keep going instead of just sitting there.